All right. All right. Hi, everyone. And welcome to another episode of Chai in Our 20s. My name's Pallavi. My name is Sharon. And today we're going to talk about Live, Laugh, Love or Not, uh, where we discuss what it's been like to be in our 20s for the past two years, as you know, a lot of us are locked up and not really living, laughing and loving in these conditions. I'd say some people are trying, maybe, um, or we are struggling to try. <laughs> um, and yeah, I agree. It's uh, year two or three of this ongoing pandemic. Oh um, I think, I, honestly, I've lost track of time. Any conversation I have with any one of my friends, um, people say like, oh yeah, this happened last year. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. That happened like the year before. Like the concept of time is just non-existent right now, I think in a lot of our conversations, um, which I also realize kind of affects my day to day too, you know, like, you know how we had our episode on new year, new me, um, mm-hmm. Buddhist, and I guess goal setting is also something that I'm realizing is changing already for me. Um, because I realized I didn't fully factor in the pandemic when creating my goals. And I think that is something where I'm like, Hmm, I might need to revisit a couple of things that I said because I wasn't factoring in the fact that like, hey, you've done so much considering the current circumstances you're in. So what I'm working on is just trying to ground myself and be a little bit more present. Um, And I just hope to hold on to that because I think I had a lot of reminders this past week for me personally as to why I need to ground myself and be in the present and that it's okay to not always have to jump for the next thing. So absolutely. I, I think you're absolutely right. And that it's okay to take, take time, uh, long or short, whatever kind of floats your boat. And I think that's kind of been the greatest lesson. And I have to say, yeah, the concept of time, I, I felt stagnant for a long time. Um, and to be honest, nobody could have accounted for a pandemic in their life, uh, when, you know, 2022 had started. So you're not alone in that. And I feel like my sort of greatest learning it's had its pros and cons has really been to enjoy being by myself because i think for a long time um you know throughout school i just was always surrounded by people like i was kind of that central spot whose house like people would drop by at like i was Mm -hmm. the one who was like organizing gatherings like i just kind of had that kind of a the social circle yeah we talked about being a connector and i felt that on like a social level Um, And I remember having a conversation like during undergrad with one of my friends who was like, you know, like, it's okay to be like by yourself. Like you have to get better at that. Right. Um, So I was made aware of it, but I never quite had the opportunity to this extent to just be by myself. So I'm like, you know, back home with my parents and um, everybody goes to work like physically in my house. So it's like me all day by myself, Um, which it's fine because it's working hours, but my work's also a little bit more flexible. Um, but it's just by myself. And I also don't live like central in like a city. A lot of my friends are like two hours away. They're like an hour and a half away. So it's kind of like, I'm a little bit North. So that's really forced me to kind of be by myself. And I think that's kind of what's been a positive, I would say, um, in terms of like how I'm living, laughing and loving (laughs) myself (laughs) by just like being by myself. And I've decided to enjoy my own company and I've like sometimes now I'm just kind of like ew I don't really want to like leave my house to hang out with people which like was never me and I do think I'm an extrovert 
Um, but I think it's kind of changing a little bit because of the pandemic. So that's kind of been the pro just in, in line with what you were saying and taking your time and slowing down. I actually, I would say I agree with you in the sense of the whole being comfortable with ourselves. Um, such a big part and like importance. Um, cut. That was so hot. <laughs> that was scorching hot. I hated that for me. <laughs> I wish I could make that keep this because <laughs> I was like, for all those wondering what just happened, um, Poby decided to take a sip of her coffee and it was burning hot. And I had to react to that because. Absolutely. Do you want to keep this? Do you want to keep this in the podcast? We can keep <laughs> Just for the moment. So we can get to just know that us. a little more. Yeah, absolutely. Cause like, I mean, I, I warmed up a coffee beside me, but I knew better. Like I knew to let it cool down a little before taking a sip out of it, Polly. Like, look, come on. when I have like something in my hand, if you give me like water to drink, there's like a cup in my hand, like I will drink it. Like no matter how hot or cold it is. And this was one of those moments. Um, so that was like a little aside. So like visually, I just. I tried just, to drink. I'm sorry. I just wish people visually could have seen your face because it was just, I literally was like, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> you're just like, do I stop? Do I keep going? And then you're like, cut. But you know what? We're going to keep this just for the moment. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I love that. I love that. Um, so for listeners, we are actually drinking our chai slash coffee. I'm not going to lie. I do have a half hot chocolate, half coffee concoction concoction going on right now. Um, so there's no chai to be found? You know what? That's a lie. Oh my God, I'm lying. There is some chai in here too. There is that, um, it's like the iced chai that I also, honestly, I just made a really random drink in here. So yeah, we love a cocktail moment. Why not? <laughs> Um, okay, sorry. Um, so that was a little <laughs> aside tangent type moment, but go on, Sharon. Um... I have become comfortable with myself <laughs> is yeah. where I was going with this. Um, because of the pandemic, I know there was a lot of like, you know, you having to sit with your own thoughts, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. But I think at the end of the day, you know, that whole part of like you being your like biggest, you know, obstacle or anything. I think it is true, right? Like I think at the end of the day, you get to decide also. And it's not the worst thing to be alone. I think I kind of like, you know, love, love being me and sometimes I realize like I have a lot of conversations in my head a lot like I can go an entire day sometimes like just being like oh I had so many great conversations in my head like why am I so funny like you know <laughs> there it is <laughs> I was like please laugh <laughs> like Same. don't leave me hanging <laughs> um so you know sometimes those are good they're healthy gotta love yourself so and with that, I'm not going to lie, there are going to be moments. Um, I know I was struggling uh, this past week with just like overall, like for me, going to the gym was a very important part of Same. prior to the pandemic, right? So the whole part of loving yourself, if I'm going to be a little vulnerable for a second, um, I don't feel as strong as I did, like, right? Like prior to the pandemic, uh -huh. like I, I was very like consistent with the gym. I was very like, I would go out like make sure like at least three or four times a week. Um, and then I can notice like even me just trying to get back into doing yoga, like, oh my goodness, I was struggling. Like literally I was like, oh my God, this is like used to be so easy for me. And so obviously that is part of like this 
trying to get back and like I've fallen off and I'm like trying to get back on again and like obviously living here in Ontario we are constantly going through these restrictions of the gyms being closed gyms being open so like sometimes I'll be like okay it's time for me to get a membership but then I'm like in my head I'm like is it even worth I don't even know if this is going to be closed Mm -hmm. like in like two weeks and that's going to throw me off again right so um yeah like not feeling as strong and like not like yeah I love myself love my company but at the same time I'm also going through that weird phase of like me being like physically what am I like you know feeling and it's been a little rough on that side of things I won't lie I will be honest so for sure yeah I'm you know what I I'm so sorry to hear that because I feel like being like physically active when it's such a big part of your identity and it not being consistently like there can really have an impact on your mental health as well and I myself have a hard time reconciling like not being as active because my research is literally in physical activity and like physical activity behavior. So mm-hmm. I almost feel a little bit of a hypocrite when I'm like not able to do those like home workouts. For some reason, it's just so much harder for me than just driving to the gym and showing up. And at that point, I know right. I have to do something or else I like a fear of mine is looking like an idiot at the gym. So <laughs> like I show up and I'm like, yeah, I have to like, look, I have to do something. I have to constantly be doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is hard. I think that physical health element of of being taken away has definitely like had a detriment on my mental health as well. I think I've like started to feel foggy way more and it's just been it's, it's been, been slow going. But exactly. yeah, but I think there's again like I'm really really hoping that gyms open up again next month. Like I need it. Yeah, um, I do helps. have my friends who like keep me accountable in the sense of like at least we're doing like walks like those are, like it's negative just, million degrees oh here. we're doing it oh my god like literally this week when I went though um I almost face planted and like we had a snowstorm <gasps> I almost face planted no. into a snowbank luckily one of my friends was the, I like I also like I'm one of those people I will scream out loud like I let out like a little you know a high-pitched squeal like and then it's because I did do that though she turned around and like caught me otherwise oh. I would have full on like face planted into that snow oh bank. But um, yeah, we decided to do that right after that snowstorm uh, sidebox wow. were not clear. <laughs> but uh, honestly, sometimes, okay, the snow is beautiful. I will not lie. It is beautiful. Uh-uh, why are you oh, making that face? no, like- The snow okay, is beautiful. Okay, snow's cute for like a no, second. No, no not, it's beautiful. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm, snow's The cold beautiful. is not. Honestly, here's the thing. I would rather walk out in the cold when there's snow and like when, without what when there is snow like if there's no snow then I think the walks are a lot harder because like I don't know it's not as pretty when there's snow it's like it's also colder I can't believe you just said that I like I like the winter I'm fortunate that like I like work from home and I'm at home all the time because like my parents go to work like in their cars every morning and I went I decided to go to Starbucks yesterday and I hadn't been for a while because I'm just like lazy and I have to drive everywhere like I can't walk places where I live um and I had the car so I literally going from like inside to the garage and then like getting to Starbucks like literally parking in front of it running in to grab my drink and driving back like that was more than enough cold for me we live in Canada you love the cold not sure I fully considering (laughs) moving to a tropical area um it's only bad for like two months though I will say I think like up until December it's all like cute and fun and games and then like January is like the longest month because it is it is nothing happens like there's no holiday there's nothing like fun and then like February and it's like everything's just like hearts and I'm like ew like (laughs) and then like March is when things start to look up again because like you know spring and you're like waiting for the summer and all of that 
Yeah, I know, I know. It's just, um, yeah, I guess seasons are definitely a huge impact on this whole, whole live, laugh, love part of it too, huh? Hi everyone, it's post-production or editing Palabi, and we just wanted to take a moment to check in with you and ask you to maybe press pause for 30 seconds and check in with yourself and see how you're doing. And we also want to take this moment to share that we will be talking a little bit about the pandemic and how that's shifted the way we operate or think about things. And we recognize that the pandemic has impacted different people in different ways. So just keep that in mind as we move forward through this episode. And that's my little editing message. Uh, And now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Part of Live Laugh Loving is, I think for some of us is saying no more, right? To like protect our time and our peace and energy. But for some of us, it's saying yes more. So we can get those experiences that maybe Mm -hmm. we've always wanted. How do you know what to say yes to and what to say no to? Like, how do you navigate that? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I'm more of like a yes person, like Mm -hmm. generally. Um, I think... I think early on in your career, you're more likely to be like, yes, I'll do that. Or like if you're like an undergrad student in a lab, you're just going to say yeah to everything, every opportunity in front of you. Um, but I think at a certain point in your in your time, you'll notice that everything is just like do the same week or everything just like lines up at the same time. And those are the moments that really make you reflect. I think I had one of those sometime last year, at which point I was like, okay, I got to like I just got to pick like two or three things and like focus up on them. And I think it was more of a gut feeling. Like it was, I don't know how to describe it. For me, it was just like kind of new. It wasn't something I sat down critically about and made a pros and cons list about or something that like I listed out and figured out what I wanted to do. I think what I realized is that I want to have like, you know, four or five projects, but then focus on two or three at a time and then like rotate them, right? Because not everything requires the same amount of energy all year around. Would you Um, have done the same thing if the pandemic wasn't a thing? I think I would be doing a little bit less Mm. if the pandemic wasn't a thing because I think my social calendar would be a little bit more like filled up. So I think during the pandemic, I would argue that I'm doing more than I normally would be doing because I'm like socially not as active anymore. I feel, I feel like you're right. I feel like maybe I do have a little bit more time on my hands in terms of like, since my social side of things has like decreased, um, can't say that was the case in the summertime. I feel like summertimes are always busy, <laughs> but um, at this point right now, yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm taking on a lot more in terms of like our projects and stuff like that, because I know I do have not even just time. I think it's actually like more of a passion thing for me right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like it's because of the pandemic. I think this is giving me a little bit more joy. It's giving me a little bit more like, you know, reason to be like excited. And I'm like, you know what? This is fun stuff. Um, it's allowed me to like kind of redirect my energy rather than feeling like, and this is what I also want to keep telling myself. It is okay to feel whatever I'm feeling, but it's also like me reminding myself, okay, what can I do to try and not feel the negative feelings as much, right? And so um, for some people that's writing, some people I know in my life have started writing a lot. And like in terms of like that used to be something that they were really good at and they're getting back to journaling and writing. And then for some others, it's like painting, picking up new things, right? And for others, it's just literally 
just being in the present, doing what they got to do, picking up a new recipe, cooking. I don't know. Like, what is it for you? Um, I'd say a couple of the things that I probably listed, I would definitely say (laughs) applies to me. Um, learning to try and cook a little bit more, um, painting has been nice. So one of my friends got me this really cute, um, gift and basically like, it's like the paint by numbers and, um, but she got it. So it's like customized. So it's like actually a group picture of like our little, like our friend circle. It's going to take me a, probably this entire year to do it. But <laughs> that being said, I thought it was a very thoughtful gift. So I was like, um, pretty excited to do that. It's, um, the details are insane. So I know it's going to take me a while to like paint by number and do it. But those That's tiny cool. little things are like important, like color by number, paint by number. Um, it's just Zen. I'm on a Zen vibe, you know, <laughs> that's what I want to be. I want to be at peace. I want to find peace. Um, and it's just hard to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You're right. I, it's totally, yeah, it's been, it's been like finding those things that work for you. I think if you were somebody who like being social was kind of your version of that Zen. Cause like for me, it was like being social. I think it was kind of like a perspective shift um, where now it's, you know, sure there's like days when I am more social than others but then there are also days when I just go MIA because I'm like I can't right now um so (laughs) there's that I don't know what it is it's just been kind of like it's like it's not like a straight line anymore it's not like a consistent trajectory it's kind of like an up and down I think during the pandemic um how does one change their perspective you know we always talk about it we're always like yeah we gotta change our perspectives but I'm like what do we do to like actually go about doing that like I don't know is there a step-by-step thing or am I just like I think everybody has their own way um for me it was just kind of like I think for me it was having the opportunity to be by myself to recognize that like hey I actually don't hate this if that makes sense right um also like I think my living situation really impacted that too I think being by myself like in a student house or being by myself like at like school was very different than like being by myself like when you have your own place or when you're like you know like I don't know you know when you're when you're at home I don't know if like the student house has ever felt like a home to me where I could like hang out right where like your space was your room um and for me that perspective shift was just having the opportunity to be by myself in a in a new space and making that choice of hey like let me just like try this out and see how it goes right like let me just be by myself for two three days and see how I feel and then you gauge if you like it and you can figure out what things you need to like work on do that if you can't like talk to someone get get advice get feedback and and go down that route do you feel like you have to explain your perspectives or like to your friends or anything like that or like you know like do you guys ever do that thing where you like check in and we're like wait like look at it from this perspective or like you know look at it from this perspective or is it like you guys are very much so like here's my thing here's my thing here's my thing I don't know yeah I don't have like I don't I don't have like a big roster of friends I feel like I have a lot more close friends than I do like I have a lot more quality friends than I do quantity friends and Mm -hmm. the girls who get it get it the girls who don't don't (laughs) sorry just injecting some humor like references um no I'm kidding I'm totally kidding um I think yeah I think I think there are those harder conversations that you have like from time to time where it's like okay the way I see this or the way I feel about this is this like, how are you seeing it? Because sometimes I do like to be like, how are you seeing this? Because we don't see things the same way. And sometimes it's like really hard to recognize that when you're in your head because you're like, 
I'm seeing, you know, the color red, like that is what I'm seeing and that's so what it is, but it's are not. Are you normally the one to say that or is it your friend who says it? Like, what do you mean? Like, so when you asked, um, how are you seeing it? Who's asking that question? Is that you asking or is that your friend asking? Like, who's the first one to say it? Like, you know what I it mean? It depends on the situation. Sometimes it's the friend, sometimes it's me. I think it's like, it's not like it's always me or it's always the friend. I think it, right. it goes both ways. Okay. I feel like that's that's what you need in your life. That's what I was going to try to be like, you know, as long as you have people who are willing to be like, how are you seeing this? Or like, what is your perspective? So it's not always you kind of reminding them. Um, because I think that can also lead to like fatigue. Like you're going to be tired of being the one always have to be like, why do I always have to be the one? <laughs> to like, yeah, burst the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I guess this is how we're living. This is this is the living part of- How are we laughing? Are we laughing? <laughs> Honestly, um, I'm trying, I'm trying to. <laughs> Sounds so yeah. sad. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so sad. <laughs> um no 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 no. oh my goodness those listening I'm not no um I'm laughing honestly by like tv shows that's probably like I have my lighthearted tv shows that are keeping me going um my friends are pretty funny I have some pretty solid friends um I need funny friends in my life <laughs> um me too my sister my sister oh are you oh I think I kind of <laughs> do the thing is think, everybody oh. laughs everybody laughs and then I'm like like sometimes I think like it's just because you, your best friend's gonna laugh at everything that you say or do, right? So I'm just like, I don't think so. Gonna... And then everybody else always laughs too. Like even sometimes when I meet strangers, but then like sometimes I feel really bad because like I don't think other people are able to make me laugh as much. I just don't think I've met the people who like, mm. like I'll lol, which is very different than like laughing. I feel laughing. like I lol a lot at like what people say. I'm like, haha, but like the genuine like laughter, I don't think I experience that as often, and that's so sad. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. Um, honestly, my sister is probably one of the funniest people that I know, if I'm being honest. Uh, and But the thing is, like, I don't know if it's just because, um, I don't know if it's just because of the fact that, like, I know her really well. So maybe because of her relationship, I understand her humor and, like, I can just get her humor. So maybe that's probably why I find her really funny. Um, but I'm trying to think, like, oh, and there's another friend of mine. Um, she's hilarious. Like, She's just a really good storyteller. You know what? Maybe there's a thing with people who can tell a good story. I think deliver in a way, in a comedic way as well, um, can make me laugh. I, if I ever want to laugh, I know I can like call her and within like five minutes, like she can make me laugh. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should call her. I don't call her. You love a, a reflection while. period. <laughs> I was when like, I haven't I, called in a while. When I want to laugh, I just look in the mirror. Oh, oh, is that? Ew, why it's did a I joke. What a, that was that the worst joke ever. I was oh about God. to be like, is that a TikTok reference? I'm no, sorry. it was a joke. Oh, it, that okay. was me just making a joke, a terrible one um, at that. But, you know, um, no, that's not true. I just, I don't know. I just feel like a lot, like, I just, it's very hard to find people who can make me laugh. I can't think of like, maybe like my friends can like really make me LOL and get like sometimes, but like on a c- consistent basis, can I think of someone who's going to like, make, make me sure laugh that, yeah no mm. are people just getting less funnier like I don't know or is it just that we're just we're not heartless that's impossible I yeah I'm like is it, it me <laughs> am I the drama <laughs> <laughs> no I don't think it's us um 
maybe it's just the world around us right now. I don't know. I guess, you know, actually there are some like, do you ever watch like stand-up comedy? Is that a thing for you? Or like, I know people who no. don't like it. You don't like it? Okay, fair. I don't care for it. Like I haven't explored it enough to make, a, to form an opinion about it. Fair. Okay. Sometimes I do like to put a random stand-up comedy Netflix special or something and then see if it can make me laugh, you know? Um, I do appreciate comedians for that because they have a great way of using, you know, their personal experiences and turning it into something funny, even though you know for a fact this came from a space of trauma <laughs> for yeah. them. But being able to laugh at that is really powerful because it also shows that they've overcome a lot. So I think being able to laugh is very important because, yeah, like a lot of comedians, like, I don't know, like, I love Mindy Kaling. Like, I love like, the work that she does. And like, you know, I think she's relatable as well to us specifically. And like, um, her humor is cool. I think her humor is just like, you know, her, it's relatable. It's very much so based off of her experiences and stuff like that. And it's like turning that into something where it's like, oh, I can laugh at this too. I think that's powerful. I think that's very unique. I think that's empowering. So I don't know. Comedy, can it be empowering? I think so. I, I think that's a that's a great question. And um, although I haven't, like, I'm not immersed in the stand-up comedy culture from, like, the tidbits that I see and from what I know, I do think it, it can be empowering. I get particularly empowered when I see female comedians just because, like, you don't see too many being, like, put at the forefront. Um, I recently watched, there was, like, this Netflix special. I'm going to bring this. I don't know what the title of it is or anything, but it was, like, Free Indian Woman, and it's actually filmed, like, I think they did it in Bangalore. Um, and it was like a stand-up comedy special that the three of them did. And it was just the humor and the things that they're talking about in today's day and age. It just blew my mind a little, just cause I was like, wow, you guys are like openly talking about this. And I'm like, to have an audience that is accepting and reciprocating to it and laughing along with it also shows that there's a change in culture, like within like how much more Indian women are talking about a lot of things, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so I thought that was very unique. And I thought that was very cool too, that, you know, people can laugh about it, talk about it, um, like make jokes. Like, and I was like, wow, this isn't something I've seen in a really long time. Well, also because I don't think I went out of my like way to like see it, but there's so much, there's so much happening there, like in that realm of things. And I'm just like, huh, huh, okay, wow. You know, it's, there's a lot of like cultural stuff that I feel like is brought up in comedy as well and mm -hmm. I was like this is and I think that's the other part like I know even within like India you know you have North India South India there's like each state has their own culture right and so even though I think the three women they were like in different like they were from different like states in India as well but the jokes that they were making was still relatable to everyone and yeah. I thought that was also kind of cool and unique and I was like this is funny this is like <laughs> It's just different when you're literally like, oh yeah, that's that's also me. <laughs> I deal with that too, Same. you know? Yeah. I think relatability is funny. Mm -hmm. um, like when you can relate to something, it becomes even more like funny and like a sense of community almost forms around it. So um, good to know you're laughing. Um, we're laughing or LOLing at the very least, both of us. Uh <laughs> you were the first person who I've met who says LOLing. Or just being like, I, I LOL'd at this. Because you don't say lolled, you say I LOL'd. People say lol. That feels wrong. I'm not going to lie. I think I was one of those people. I may have done it LOL. once or twice in my life. Okay. Okay. Let me just say this. LOL and laugh out loud and haha are like three very different like sentiments. 
<laughs> like, do are you sometimes like there was a point in my life where I would put LOL after every text or message I would send because like why would you not? Like, or else it's too serious. It's like putting exclamation marks in emails. Oh my god. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. That one, the exclamation marks in emails. Guilty. So guilty of that. But oh um no, what I was going no. to say though, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, what I was going to say was a text message comment reminded me of back in the day when you had to pay for like per text or like you would have like a 250 text limit. I don't know if you ever had that. Did you ever have that? You did not have that as a child. When did you get your first phone? Like probably grade nine, grade nine. Okay, same. Okay, well. Uh, I have no memory. My parents <laughs> paid for that. My parents, um, what they did was like the 250 text limit. So I would have friends who didn't have that limit. And so they would send me like text messages and like, you know, every single one, like you, when you said you do like LOL at every like little response, um, girl, you were probably one of those people who caused my phone bill to go up and me getting yelled at by my parents. <laughs> Cause I'd be like, y'all can type everything out in one sentence. Thank you very much. Why are you sending me 10 million little like blurbs of text? Because you guys are using up my 250 limit. I rest my case. <laughs> so how are you loving during the pandemic? I'm just hanging out by myself. Like, you know, hashtag self-care, hashtag self-love, every single girl ever, right? Um, but um, I, I think like for me, it's like a, my face mask night. I know it's so basic, but like I love, okay, I'm a skincare fiend, but like I love a good face mask once a week, like sometimes twice a week. Put me and on that's your skincare I like routine. I have fun with it. I think for me, like, loving myself is like doing my skincare like and then every night I do wash my face wash mm -hmm. your face before you go to bed always like take your makeup off that's just the first thing of you know self-love I think <laughs> um, but taking care of your skin I think that for me is really big and just like not guarding but like just protecting my peace and like friendships and stuff and like knowing that at a certain point, some friendships do come to an end. Mm -hmm. That to me is an act of self-love. And I think nowadays we see self-love. Oh, I like that. I like yeah, that a lot. We see self-love as this like, it's almost radical. Like self-care in our society is this like radical move. And that to me is baffling. Like you should be allowed to chill out. You should be allowed to like do what you want. And, you know, I think self-love also comes in many different forms. It comes in relationships. It comes with... The relationships you have with yourself your family your friends like whoever um but i do think that like it's truly a radical act so in this society like be radical and like take care of yourself do you think that again because i'm like has your self-love changed more because you have more time to yourself yeah i think it's like like i think i can focus on myself more i will say that i think it's like definitely increased and i think the definition obviously like changes as well depending on like what's going on in your life you tell me how you're doing how am I doing um honestly for me it's been you know how I think for me it's narrowing down my friends not narrowing down my friend circle but just realizing um where I need to put my time and energy because I think my you know how you said you're very much so like a yes person like I am too I'm there like I definitely am a yes girl um but realizing what is draining my energy versus like what's also refueling my energy you know like relationships shouldn't drain my energy like I feel like I should be refueled um so I think that would be 
an act of self-love to me is like realizing, okay, what is draining me versus what is not draining me. And so like, if it's draining me, it's time to reevaluate <laughs> and be like, huh, this isn't bringing me the joy that it used to. And learning how to let go. I think that is something I am still learning, but letting go, um, I can't believe I'm about to quote Elsa from Frozen. <laughs> um, that is who I decided to be my quotable moment. <laughs> I was just going to say. Um, it's going to be let it go. Um, I genuinely think that is, it's not easy. It's not easy to let go of like past relationships um, and just being like, hey, like that is not who I am anymore. Or like, hey, that is not who they are anymore. And um, I guess, again, being part of our 20s is that we're like, people are changing and it's okay to change and being like, hey, that's fine that we don't need to, when we did that poll on Instagram, right? Like there was the whole, like, do you need to catch up with someone on a monthly, yearly basis? Or do you need to catch up with someone on a weekly, daily? And then I realized it can vary, right? There are going to be certain people where you want to do that with, and there's going to be certain people where it's totally okay to not do that with, right? And so doesn't mean that you love them any less, right? And I think it's kind of that mutual agreement of both of you realizing that, hey, if we catch up on a monthly or yearly basis, fine, by me, but I know that I still care for you. I still wish you like the best. And I think there's beauty in that too, right? And I think that's something I probably am like learning more about currently where I'm at. So um, I think that's a great act of self-love is just setting those boundaries um, and being able to stick by them because I think it's one thing to set them. It's another thing to like follow through with them and being able to like, you know, be like, okay, I did set this boundary and that's okay. And yeah, absolutely. So like question for you, do you like, how do you communicate setting boundaries, right? Because it can't just be like you set the boundary and you're like, peace, I'm going to set this boundary and that's it. Do you think communicating those boundaries are also an important part of the equation? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, sometimes you can be direct with it. You can literally say, I'm uncomfortable by this. And that person has to respect that. Or there's subtle ways of setting boundaries too. And I think that is an art. Um, and you can kind of learn by testing it out with different people. You know, there are super subtle things that I do. And then I'm like, okay, this works. Okay, they're understanding. There's tiny little hints here and there. You know what I mean? It doesn't always, like, it, it depends, again, on the circumstance. It depends who you're talking to, right? And I think, obviously, if you know the person better, it's a lot easier to do it because you know what works and what doesn't work. Um, but in order to do that, it's kind of like, A, let go, <laughs> let go of those things, let go of that idea, yeah. right? And then B, being like, okay, let me set this boundary. And like, ultimately realizing that, you know, doing it is benefiting you and probably benefiting that other person as well, right? Because you're not going to be adding more strain and they may not see it in that moment. They, know, they may not realize it, but they will eventually because they'll notice that you're doing better. And if mm -hmm. they truly care for you, right? That's the part. It's like, if they truly care about you, they truly care about this relationship, then it'll be like, okay, I can understand why they said this. You are giving the subtle art of setting boundaries to me right now. <laughs> and as soon as you said like a subtle art and like, I just, my mind went to the book. Um, super cool. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, but that's a great point right around like gauging where the other person's at. And I think that's super important. Like for me, I'm the type of person you need to be direct with. I do actually think that it is an art. I think there's a subtle way of doing it. Um, 
gauging and knowing your audience and I don't think there's anything wrong with that I don't think there's I know sometimes there are moments when it's like you don't have to cater to your audience this is for you like you know um but then sometimes like if you do care about the other person it's also okay to cater to them yeah in the I way agree. that you're setting the boundary right like because you are doing it for both of you um mm-hmm. unless obviously again if it's toxic if it's terrible like take away what I said I just set that boundary you know what I mean do what you got to do but again this comes down to the situation the circumstances um ultimately you know you know I feel like each and every one of us know what we have to do it's just getting that little nudge and reminder to be like why have I not deleted this person's number yet why is it still on my phone simple things like that I think those are all like subtle things of like protecting your peace and just being like I choose to like protect my peace and that's okay as well I think that's super okay because you got to do whatever you can during these times to protect your peace. If that means blocking some certain accounts that you don't want to view on Instagram or on social media, if it means taking a break from social media, that is also a boundary, right? Like you're setting that for yourself. I know a lot of people right now who are doing that. And I actually just got a DM today from a friend being like, um, hey, by the way, this is my number. I also am a huge person. I use DMs more than I text and you know this too. But um um so this person gave me their number and was like hey by the way I'm deleting or like I'm just gonna be off of like Instagram for a while so just text me and I was like oh no I don't really text but at the same time I'm like okay at least they gave me their number let me do this right so I'm noticing a lot of social media breaks actually happening right now um can I just shout out to your friend for like communicating that I feel like most people in my life would just like go MIA and not even communicate with me so I've had like a very different experience right um and like, that's cool. Like if you just need to like go MIA, I've done that like once in my life and everybody got mad at me just because I wanted to see how it would feel. And I thought it was really happy about it. So like, why would you do it? Like, I just wanted to understand how people just like go MIA for like three months. Like don't even communicate that they're going to be like MIA and working on themselves and then just like pop up. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me do this too. But yeah, it felt really <laughs> shitty. Like I'm not that person. Mm. Um, and yeah, like just communicate if you need to, like, I love that. Yeah, no, they could, uh, actually both people, there've been three people so far in this past month who have communicated it to me that they are going to be taking a break. Um, so please reach to me, reach out to me through text. And I'm like, that's more than enough for me. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I got the heads up sick. Cool. Like, you know, if I need to reach out, it'll be through text and, um, see those tiny little things make a huge difference. I, agree. I think it certainly does. So communication. Yeah. That's like, I just, I can't stress enough. Like I think the twenties are about getting better at communication as well and like it's okay if you make mistakes but like learn from them and do better like if your friend has brought up an issue of like communication just like either be like hey like I can't do this so like maybe this isn't going to work for us or be like yeah I'll try to be better and like try to be better right because we want to learn from our mistakes like I'm not saying don't make mistakes you know like Miss Frizzle from the mm-hmm. magic school, magic bus school bus. <laughs> make mistakes like <laughs> get messy whatever she says I feel like that is so important and I think the 20s are like that defining moment like the way I look at my 20s is like make mistakes and learn from them right Mm -hmm. it's not just about Mm -hmm. making mistakes it's about learning from them and I think that is ultimately that's the key key. that encompasses live laugh love maybe you should be live laugh love learn or not okay cool Or not. Oh, I thought you were like just attacking me, but you're like, no, no our title. Yeah, our title. Like oh my goodness. I was not attacking you. <laughs> Anyways, that was fun. <laughs> no, no, no. I agreed with everything that you were saying. Yeah, no. Um, we gotta add that learn in there because this is the time to learn. Because honestly, 
What is the point of making mistakes if you're not learning from them? Yeah. Genuinely. Like genuinely. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, with that being said, though, I think this was a great conversation. Um, in today's time, unfortunately, I know, hopefully, fingers crossed for those living in Ontario, restrictions will hopefully ease up again. Maybe we can start hitting up that gym again, doing some things that we want to love and make us laugh um and in the meantime keep taking care of yourself keep doing what you have to do to stay sane keep sipping that chai and we will catch you all next time and follow us on chai 20s on instagram